Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Naisha. Welcome, Welcome to, to Breaking, Breaking Wind. Wind. We're going to start off with why we're doing this. Why are we doing this indeed? Well, well. actually, we're maybe explaining what we're doing, <laughs> which is watching uh, from the famous Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 1, which is the fourth film, um, once a week for as long as we can stand it, pretty much. Our aim is for 52 weeks, aka a year. Twilight. <laughs> What could go wrong? <laughs> All right. How are you finding it? This has been yeah. a, this is our fifth watch. Fifth watch. Not we're not a tenth of the way through yet. Quite. But we're mm. nearly there, mm-hmm. so that's good. So so I've been telling a lot of people about this podcast, obviously, forcing it on a lot of my friends. Um, and the, the reaction that I usually get, which is very, very legitimate question, mm. why are you doing that? Like, why, why on earth would you choose to do the that? Same. <laughs> and like, and also like, how are you going to manage fifty-two weeks? Yeah. So both questions, I genuinely don't have a legitimate answer to either of them. Like. Okay, so let's, you know, it could be, for instance, oh, I'm doing it for the lols. There are other ways to get lols. Or, I'm doing it for the challenge. Do something worthwhile. Yeah. (laughs) Or, I wanted to make a podcast. You could have made a podcast on any topic. Literally anything. Anything. But, you know, some people, like, some people climb mountains. Some people run marathons. (laughs) I watch Twilight once a week and film myself talking about it. So yeah, that's 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 how I'm doing. Cool. I I have to agree actually on the marathon front because that's very much how I'm viewing it. We yeah. did we did the race for life last year together, 5k. And you know that I can't run. It is only a 5k, but I really can't run. <laughs> that was a marathon for me. I mean, you did well though. You can ask anyone well. who was there. I was nearly throwing up in <laughs> the last corner. At the finish line, I was like, oh my god, are you okay? Are, <laughs> you gonna, are we going to have to take you to the toilet? Just dry heaving on the last corner. <laughs> You're kind of like, nobody come near me. <laughs> and that is how we feel at the, about Twilight. <laughs> the, last, the last, as we always say, the last 50 minutes. Yeah. Oh, the lead balloon drops. I always there. I feel like so. The first hour does really. It has a lot to give, actually. Still, it does. I yeah. I think I make most of my notes in the first hour, and then I sort of give up. I give up. Yeah, <laughs> and I just endure it. I just really like just let it just weigh on me mm. for the last last fifty minutes, and like for me this week the turning point was when Bella was looking at her baby bump for the first time when she the very first moment she found out she was pregnant yes and I was like when they're on the honeymoon yeah Mm -hmm. I was like here we go yep it's all gonna get rubbish there were a few good moments though definitely the wedding Mm -hmm. there's always I always find stuff from the wedding well what I was thinking this week is um Alice sort of seems to be living vicariously through Bella yeah. with the whole wedding planning. She's so into it and it's creepy. She loves it. Like, I mean, she's packing her lingerie for the honeymoon. She's, <laughs> which is creepy. Your sister-in-law <laughs> packing you a oh, negligee. Like, it's just weird. Um, 
I quite enjoyed this week who I like to call the blonde Kardashians, which are the you know the three oh, cousins. Oh, I know exactly who you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I really weird cameo roles, aren't they? Yeah, I really enjoyed those actually this week. Um, and it also I realised two of them are wearing very close to white type colours. Yeah, like champagne dresses. Champagne and cream and number one rule don't wear anything that could even be conceived as possibly close to white Mm -hmm. at a wedding especially bella she's paranoid about this kind of thing especially i I think because she thinks the vampires are all so amazing and beautiful and she's got quite low self-esteem yeah she's she'll probably see that as a make her feel good no she'll see that as a threat though she does look stunning she does i really loved you know, we always talk about this bit where they're in her bedroom the night before the wedding. And yeah. And his brothers come and get him for the stag. There's... B- before before he arrives, she's just kind of looking around at everything in her room. It's like the last night in her room. And I never noticed this before. But there, there's like a gust of wind and, and it just sort of blows across her face. And I think it's supposed to be the moment that Ed arrives in the room... Is this gust of wind sort of sweeps past her hair, oh. but it looks like she just did like a really silent fart. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of disturbs her hair a little bit. <laughs> Speaking of farting, as we're on the topic, breaking wind, as it's as our podcast is named. <laughs> we try to stay on brand. When when she's dying on the on the like having just given birth and oh, oh yeah. she's dead basically. Yeah. She she does this like she looks at the baby and then she does this little smile. It's a grimace. It's a grimace, but it looks like she's trying to smile. And to me, that looked like she just let out carefully let out a fart. Yeah. You know when you like you sat down and you need to let out a sly one, and your face <laughs> your face gives it away no matter how no matter how hard you try. And then you do the you do the seat tilt. You do the <laughs> yeah carefully. Like trying to hold in a yawn in a meeting yeah. in, without being rude. <laughs> like your eyes watering. <laughs> oh dear. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Why are there so many speeches at the wedding? There are so many. I've never been to it. Well, I'm. I think I've only been to maybe two weddings in my life, and one of them I was like six, so yeah. I don't really remember. But I don't remember there being that many speeches. <laughs> Right, let's go through. Okay, so the best man, mm-hmm. which is Emmett, mm-hmm. fine. The mother of the groom. Both of the mothers. And the mother of the bride. Yeah. And the maid of honour, I guess, which is Anna Kendrick. Is she maid of honour? Is honor? she maid of honour? Because she's not a very nice maid of honour. She just bitches about them the whole time. <laughs> I think she just wanted a bit of the limelight. She was just... She was so mean. And, like, she, like when she, when they're um, waiting for Bella to walk down the aisle and she goes, so, do you think she's going to be showing? Oh, yeah! <laughs> Come on. She reckons she's pretty as a shotgun wedding. Yeah! No one gets married at 18. It's like, <laughs> so rude! <laughs> she has all the best lines in this movie. She really does. Um, oh, and the father of the bride's speech as well that amused me still it was kind of like um liam neeson from taken it was like i will find you and i'll kill you <laughs> yeah um the wedding planner oh. gets a speech oh yeah alice the sister yeah. of the groom this, that is not a usual speech no like, usually the sister of the yeah i think my sh- actually so just going back to bella's mum i think 
Bella's mum was my shining light this time. Amazing. I think her acting is actually really good. Yeah. Her <laughs> drunken she... singing. Some of her comedy is great. Like mm-hmm. she does have some really fun lines. Mm. I really like the vicar. Yeah, I was really pleased to see his little face again. He was he looked so happy he when really they walked did. down the aisle. So cute. Adorable. Really good glasses as well. Very trendy, I'd say. Mm. They really suited him. <laughs> That's why I took away from that. <laughs> Well done, costume designer. Well done. It's the little things. Yeah, you have to cling on to the little things. Uh, speaking of happy people at the wedding, did you notice how ecstatic Esme and Carlisle, so they're the vampire parents, they were so happy. Like, they were just feeling like their mouths were just going to kind of split their face apart at the wedding. And I have a theory, it's just like, they're like, oh man, we've had this 100-year-old kid on our hands for so long. Like, we're over him just, like, masturbating in his bedroom. <laughs> we can't wait for him to, like, have a wife and get out of the house. Just leave. 100 years. <laughs> 100 years. Oh, so, yeah, on the topic of the speeches, um, obviously Edward's speech is the killer. It really ruins that whole montage. The montage would be perfect without him. <laughs> the montage has a lovely mixture of like kind of touching moments and also funny moments. Yeah. And then Edward comes in. Oh. What does he say? Something oh, boring it's... and depressing. <laughs> something really oh. boring. Um, uh, Someone... Something like, no, no measure of time will ever be enough, but let's start with forever. Make me puke in my mouth much. <laughs> Any measure of time is too much. <laughs> Get out. Get away from me. (laughs) So horrible. I don't want to spend forever with anyone. I can't think of one person I would want to spend forever with. No, it makes me feel a bit like... It's just a bit bit of anxiety, really. (laughs) (laughs) Although maybe that just says something about me. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, throughout, throughout this watch... Sort of harking back to episode two, our, our Donald Trump theme. Go back and listen if you haven't already. Yes. But it really, when I was watching it this time, I did feel a little bit sad that they were a real life couple. And then that, you know, that <laughs> happened, that she cheated on him. I think I'm becoming too invested. You're invested in it. I'm, I'm too invested it's now. It's only the fifth watch. I know. But I feel like they, you know, on screen, although people say they have no chemistry on screen, mm. I think they do when they, you know, like... I, I'm inclined to agree, yeah. yeah. I think, again, in the first 13 minutes, they have the chemistry. Then it all goes out the window. Yeah. But, <clears throat> yeah, it just, I was like, oh. I have to say, I I think there's more chemistry between her and Jacob. Oh, interesting. All the small, I think it's like the small, subtle moments, just like little things where she touches his hand. Yeah. That make it more kind of realistic. <clears throat> when, when they're on the honeymoon, mm. and they've had sex for the first time when she says he's getting all grumpy and worried because he thinks he's hurt her etc yeah when she says i know it's not the same for you but for a human it felt great what does she does she mean like does he not feel anything or like (laughs) what does she mean by i know it's not the same for you hang on it was the best night of his existence so i'm sure Sure he feels something yeah so what does she mean by that i think she's talking about bloodlust being the number one priority okay whereas for like sex being her number one priority okay bloodlust will always come above like 
Yeah. But then it's the best night of his existence. Yeah, so it's yeah. fine. He's over- It's overcome the bloodlust. <laughs> um, weird thing to say, though. Yeah, quite weird. And he doesn't contradict her either. That's true. Yeah, so on the honeymoon, um, there's a scene where they like jump off a cliff and they're in this weird little kind of river bit. And I don't know why it's taken me so long to figure out how they shot this scene. Well, I didn't even try and figure it out. I just took it as, as face value. <laughs> There's like a long shot of the two of them um, in the river and then Edward ducks under the water and appears suddenly right by the camera. And I know, it's taken me five watches to figure out how they did it. I was like, did they... Did they just, like, speed up the tape? But no, because I can still see Bella's in the background. She doesn't look sped up. Did so they put him on, like, a pulley under they, the water? Yeah, did they just, like, drag him along? <laughs> they have some kind of mechanism under the water where he's, like, being sprung across. I'm like, no, obviously what it is is he has a body double at the far end because we can't see his face. And he's already next to the camera and just pops up. I don't know why I'm so- <laughs> it took me that long. It's genius. To be it's fair, so though, obvious. it will have taken as long to film it and to figure out the logistics themselves. Do you think, because it's probably very obvious, they're like, oh, well, here's what we do. We get someone who looks sort of like him, and we just put him in the back. Clearly I'm not Boom. a filmmaker. <laughs> this is why we're not in the film industry. That's the only reason. <laughs> Speaking of which, we watched the credits again, didn't we? Oh, and yeah, yeah. The credits are so long. It just really highlighted to me how many people made this movie. How many people, how many tiers of people this had to go through <laughs> and it was still approved. <laughs> I, I, do, I do wonder that, like, how do bad movies and TV shows get made when they've got such big budgets and so many people calling the shots? Like, is it is it because they can't say no to the people at the top and if the people at the top get an idea stuck in their head? They can't get them off it. I think sometimes you get, just get so far into making a movie, you then you can't turn back. <laughs> you got this no going back. Past the point of no return. <laughs> they really should have stopped as soon as she got pregnant mm. and then just had her give birth quickly. Yeah, because I quite like the ending where it all wraps up in about half a minute. Yeah. So it could have gone from 50 minutes to half a minute. Basically. We've actually though we found as well there are kind of two lead balloon moments which is really bad. It means it dips <laughs> twice. So there's obviously the the obvious one hour in point, and then the second point is where they come to the the fight with the wolves. Oh, I don't yeah. know why because it's action. It should be exciting and we sh- it should pick us up, but it's it's horrible. But it's just non-action because it's all pointless it's anyway. Forced. Like it's just really forced. And you know there's no risk as well. Like, no one's going to get hurt, no one's going to die. So maybe that's yeah why it's so boring. But, ugh, yawn. So yawn. I, uh, I'm coining this phrase. It's the kittens in the sack moment. <laughs> I don't know if any... I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else, but it made really obvious sense in my it head. It just makes no sense. You know, sense. like, back in the day when people would have a load of kittens that they didn't know what to do with, so they'd sort of throw them all in a sack with some rocks and just chuck them into the river so they would sink. That's how it feels to me, like, just sinking in a bag of rocks to the, <laughs> the bed of the river. I know how you feel. <laughs> My shining light moment this week was, uh, Isle <laughs> Which we've, I think we mentioned before, when they got on the boat for the honeymoon from Rio, 
and um, there's no context whatsoever. Edward just says, oh, this is ILS, mate. It was a gift from Carlisle. That's it. And there's no conversation about, like, what the, the heck? She got she got an <laughs> island? And he's like, oh, you can just, this is what you can expect now. You're my wife. Yeah, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this Richard Branson? <laughs> Owns a whole... I mean, to be fair, he is like a thousand years old or whatever. Yeah, he's so really old. He's, he's really built up his capital. But uh, there's a conversation to be had there. If someone just throws in like, oh, here's our lesmate, it was a gift. I'd be like, tell me more. That is a yeah. story and I want to hear it right now. Hold everything else. Yeah. <laughs> everything can wait. I'd get straight on Yahoo and start researching the island. <laughs> the history. Um. So... D- does um Jasper, Edward's brother, mm. does he only have one line in the whole film? That's a really good point, because I actually <laughs> thought the same thing. I think I'm gonna have as by one line, I mean one word. And it's possibly, possibly. <laughs> That's it. I think I'm next watch We need to double I'm gonna, check. I'm gonna have to check because I think that's all he says. How much does that suck that Well actually For no, someone that's being... I mean he I wouldn't call him a main character, but he is He's a core character to the story. Hmm. And then for him to only have one word <laughs> in the whole thing. How depressing. You know why? They used up his word count in the last movie. Oh, yeah, he had that whole, he had backstory. whole backstory. And he suddenly <laughs> became Southern. And he'd never had a Southern accent before. That was so random. Yeah, basically, they showed him he was fighting in the American Civil War. Mm. And they showed his story. We should probably explain, actually, because we've never really gone into what the whole vampire family is. I know we've mentioned that they're not actually related, but Mm. perhaps we should explain a little bit more logistically. I think, basically, isn't it Carlisle, the dad, as it were? Yeah. He changes... He would go around and change people who were dying... Yeah. ...to a vampire to save them. Yeah. He thought it was a kind of noble Mm. feat. And so he's built up this family of... There's seven of them, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. So there's him and his wife. He just happened to turn someone who fell in love with him. Um, And then there's, like, two other couples and Edward, which is kind of the whole start of the books, is him being the only single one. (laughs) Yeah, at walks. He was always, like, couples' photos. Yeah. (laughs) That's why he's been waiting a hundred years for Bella. And then but they all go to the same high school and everyone knows that the other two are like coupled up. But they all say that they're foster kids, so they all oh, live yeah. in the same house, but they're all in a relationship and everyone thinks it's a bit weird and creepy, don't Everyone they? thinks they're slightly incest. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a bit odd. Well, it's very odd. I mean, they're vampires. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not try and suss out what's going just, on. Just take it as a given, okay? <laughs> When Bella's pregnant and everything's just a bit disastrous because the baby's trying to eat its way out of her and stuff. <laughs> um, her and Edward are having a little heart to heart, and it just gets me every time. I don't know if I've even I don't know if I've spoken about this, but you know, Bella makes a comment like, "Oh, you know, what a way to start the marriage or something," or like, "This is tough," <laughs> and then Edward goes. The first year is... They say that the first year is the hardest. <laughs> and apparently that's a well-known saying. But to me it makes no sense. Because <laughs> why would the first year... Surely that's literally the honeymoon 
era like surely that is the time when you're supposed to be the happiest married I have to agree but it is a thing that people but, say isn't it but why I well I guess maybe if you like if you're in a lot of debt from a really expensive <laughs> wedding maybe that's not great for the start of a relationship or, and I suppose traditionally people would live together after they got married, so maybe that's it. You suddenly start seeing all the stuff that really bugs you about them. You start seeing that, ah, oh, you're not a perfect angel. Mm-hmm. You leave the toilet seat up. Ah, oh, I knew you were going to say that! <laughs> and you eat my food. That would be the worst for me. Don't take my chips. Don't. No, don't. I don't share. I don't share food. <laughs> oh, start breaking wind in each other's presence. We're definitely past that point. Oh, yeah, we would. Yeah. <laughs> oh, something I noticed. Um, when she's when she's throwing up, when she's got her morning sickness and she says, pass me my bag. This is the bit where she notices the huge box of Tampax. Mm-hmm. Sponsored uh, by Tampax. Yeah, sponsored by a hell of a lot of other products as well. Crest toothpaste. It was only on the screen for a second, but I noticed she had a bottle of Pepto-Bismol in her bag. Why? Why did pack that? <laughs> Always be prepared. Except they didn't take condoms, did they? They packed everything except condoms. Everything, everything but the thing oh that would have helped God. them, helped them the most. <laughs> it's upsetting. They never actually. Stephanie Mayer never really addresses how this baby is conceived because, no. although you know, obviously they they have sex. <laughs> They always say in the normal way. In the normal, in the normal standard way, it's like everyone says it's impossible. Mm. It's it's a it's a miracle or a disaster, whichever way you want to see it. But they never address like, well, why is it? Why is it either impossible or possible? Like, yeah. what what happened? Because you would assume, I guess they think it's impossible because he is dead. Yeah, and there's surely no. So in which case, how is it possible that he has like little live? Spermies in there. <laughs> Spermies. I could just see. I'm imagining like little tiny tadpoles, but with like crosses for eyes, so they're like dead. They're still going. <laughs> That's the image in my head right now. <laughs> you have to do a picture of that. I will. I'll do a little. I'll do a doodle for you, and we'll put it on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I loved what you said to me when. One of the one of the um, wolf pack, but as as a human, he's whispering in the ear of one of the others, and he's younger than that guy. He's like, you know, the, that he's the second in command. He's the second in command, and you went, <laughs> you did an office reference, a Gareth assistant to the regional manager, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes, tell me, tell me first, but just I'm, whisper it, in whisper my it, ear. just whisper it. But I'm gonna tell everyone now, okay? Or but just tell me first, tell me quickly. first. Okay, well, I give you my permission to tell everyone. I don't need your permission. <laughs> I get permission granted. <laughs> <laughs> Assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> I really hope that some of you... If you don't watch The Office, please watch get it. Get that reference, Come yeah, because it's a great show. It's a classic. But it's, it's, a cra- it's such a good moment, and that's exactly what it looks like. Now, you, now you've seen it. I'm so, every time I watch it now, I'm going to see Assistant to the regional. <laughs> the like, second in command kind of runs up to the alpha of the pack and whispers in his ears, shh. And then the alpha's like, by the way, Bella's, get, Bella's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, <laughs> right. 
hilariously, when towards the end, we started discussing, wow, so 52 weeks. And then you went, wow, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's a whole year. <laughs> and then I said, wow, if we did this for all the Twilight films, that would be five years. And then you went, I can't believe it's a year. That's only really just dawned on me. That's a really long time. It's a really long time. I'm going to be a whole year older. <laughs> this endeavour will be longer than any relationship I've ever been in. That's quite scary. It's like, what have I done with my life? What has it come to? How, I mean, but if we, if we can make it through that, they say the first year is always the hardest. They do. So maybe we can do the other four films. No! <laughs> No! It'll be easy sailing after this. (laughs) Is that a thing that people say easy sailing? I feel like I've mushed two things together. (laughs) I think you have plain sailing (laughs) and easy going. (laughs) We're like a hybrid. (laughs) I always do that to myself. And I'm always like, let's make like a ball and leave. (laughs) Let's Let's make like a tree and bounce. Make like a tree and bounce. I hear that a lot. I like. The legitimate one, though, my favourite, make like a sausage and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what we're going to do right now. Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email windbreaking at yahoo.com. Yahoo, of course. Mm -hmm. Or you can follow us on Twitter at wind underscore breaking. Or you can follow our Instagram at wind underscore breaking. Thanks, guys. Bye.